0: Welcome to Field Pass Podcast. I'm your host Christian James, and in this series we're going to dive into the latest and greatest hard-hitting sports topics today. I'm going to give you my insights and opinions to the topic. So sit back, relax, enjoy the episode, and let's get right into it. This is the Field Pass Podcast. Hey guys, welcome into Field Pass Sports Podcast. I'm your host Christian James. Back again with Matt Kubler. Matt, what's up, buddy? What's up,
1: buddy? We got some big news.
0: Yes. How about those birds? They were able to pull it off and land over Maryland, uh, beating the Redskins. I believe seventeen nothing. I wasn't 20, able to 24 see it. nothing twenty four nothing. Even better, uh, the Bears are looking good um, to get us that wild card spot. So, and um, also Chris Long's brother too. I think it is. Uh, he's going to help them get help us get into. Uh, so now that we on, we're on to that, Matt, let's talk about some news that we have to offer uh, going into the new year.
1: All right. So uh, some people may or may not know. I'm, I'm not only a, a longtime friend of Christian's mother, I'm also his mentor. And um, one of the things that we worked on was trying to figure out a pathway for Christian to take his love for sports. Um, he's the Lansdale Catholic the voice under sports program. He does the news in the morning. He's the play by play guy for the football team. Um, And he's just got this passion for sports. And um, since I started podcasting, I'm like, this, I think this is a perfect opportunity. And, you know, we last week was our our inaugural one and um, you know, Christian did a great job. I thought we had a lot of great content, but I think what we needed to do was really figure out what Christian's niche was going to be in the podcasting world. And and as a high school student, um, you know, it's important to figure out where you fit in and where, where you stand out. So Christian, we're going yes. to turn the table here a little bit. I'm going to interview you. It's kind of like remembering Step Brothers. Yes. When yes. Pointing his finger out at, at the guy. And he's like, how much money do you make before taxes? Um, so the tables <clears throat> have turned. All right, yeah. I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. So mm-hmm. you know, we, I know the answers, but no nobody else does. What is your vision for Field Passports Podcast? So what I've learned in
0: this industry, is it's all, it's all about niches and where you find your niche. Um, and I've realized that, you know, yes I'm in high school uh, I'm, I'm a part of Lansdale Catholic High School we're in the PCL so what I can thrive on doing right now um, being in the present is you know um, do the uh, Catholic League Philadelphia Catholic League sports uh, kind of uh, highlight you know the basketball teams the Roman teams the uh, newman Mangaretti teams kind of go on to that because that's where right now I can kind of grow on uh, because the rest will come. Future as I grow, as I mature. So I think right now where I am is in high school in the Philadelphia Catholic League, our local Philadelphia league. Um, so that really sounds good, and I think uh, that's where I want to go in the future towards 2019. Well, I think
1: that's I think it's perfect for you. I think it's uh, it's an it's an area that no one's really spending a lot of time in. That's so true. Maybe one or two other, uh, you know, like a radio program that that may talk about the Catholic League. I mean, the Catholic League is a historic league. It, it's it's big it's real big. you got Roman
0: Catholic LaSalle, St. George prep a lot of those schools that have been around a while um and also basketball especially you have them you have the schools that produce a lot of great players uh, that are, have moved on to college and are even in the NBA
1: NFL too so that's yeah, I you know, think, it's
0: a great place to start if you will
1: and and you know you go to a school that's in the the Catholic Lake so you're bringing a spotlight a positive light to the Lansdale Catholic, you're you're, yeah. you're going to put them out front. You know, As far as I know, there isn't any other high school no. podcaster focusing on the Catholic no. League within the Catholic no. League, and I think it's a great place to be.
0: I've seen a couple on Twitter. There's a lot <laughs> that come up on YouTube for play-by-play uh, purposes, but I think, yes, I believe I am the first one uh, to actually do this at the podcast level and uh, to kind of expand on all the PCL teams, which for me is a big honor and is something I'm going to grow on and maybe be remembered as
1: uh, in the future. Um, so that's, that's a really good thing to think about. Cause it's tough sometimes when you're, you know, you're a high school kid, you're, um, you've, you've been to a, bunch, a couple different schools over the last few years. Definitely. Um, you found a home at Lansdale Catholic.
0: Yes. Definitely. Um,
1: you, you've been able to take, um, what didn't exist. You, there was no yep. Lansdale Catholic TV and you created this LCTV program and you're the sports mm-hmm. director and you know it's your baby. You created that and you're that's known true. now as that guy in the school. Yes. And All you're doing is now just evolving it into the next level. Mm-hmm. I think that's cool. You know, that's right. Uh,
0: so basically when a bunch of my teachers uh, were, you know, students at L.C., they had something called L.C. TV, but they didn't really no one paid attention to it. It didn't really expand. Uh, so when I transferred into uh, L.C. January 29th, uh, that's when it kind of kicked off. And um, I, you know, that's where. I realized, you know what, if i want to grow this industry, if I want to grow myself into this industry, uh, this is where I can start. And this is how, you know, colleges are going to look at uh, this is how, you know, this is where everything's going to look at. And I went to my activities director. I'm like, look, we need uh, to build on it. We need to build, you know, the popularity of what we do as LC. And I said, we need to start uh, doing play by play for, you know, various sports here at LC. And that's why uh, we had an amazing start in uh, football. You know, it's it was a great start to build on, uh, and then like like in, in everything you have a base. Uh, you look what needs to improve on, and then once you improve on it, it you make you make it greater and greater, and you uh, you make it greater for those who uh, follow you, basically. So
1: that's your legacy that career. You're starting it. you're starting a program that someone else is going to go. Okay, you know, Christian James was the man when it came to play by play the of football and being the sports guy in the morning, on the the broadcast, and and it's now my turn to take the mantle. And, and he set the bar so high, I got to go and achieve at least equal, if not trying to improve upon it. And that's ultimately you want to create a process. You want to create a system that others can thrive off of. It's not just about you. It's about building something that, that grows from you. You know, it's
0: also <clears> fun <throat> too, to think about because wherever, you know, God puts me wherever I, I end up in life, um, I can always look back and I can be like, you know what? I remember, the time when the girls softball went to LaSalle university sitting right in those bleachers uh, meeting, um, meeting whomever I met at that day, watching the game, the unfortunate loss, uh, you know, starting the football season, uh, just kind of growing on it. It's the memories and everyone says high school is all about making memories and it's in a way how you want to make them, how you want to build them. And again, like, like you and I said, this was a big, this is a big moment a big game changer uh, for everything.
1: And I think, you know, You and I talk a lot about being intentional, about having a plan and controlling the things within your control and um, directing your life with your control, not letting someone else control where you're heading. And I think this is the perfect way, and especially doing the live broadcasts um, like I'm doing with my show. I think for Mm -hmm. me, it holds me accountable. Um, If life isn't, there isn't anything in life that you get to do and then edit and then release, like, life is about the moment. Life is about being in the moment. And I yes. think for you, you recognize that having that, <clears throat> that in-the-now moment with a, with a player or coach from another team, mm-hmm. from Roman Catholic or New Migretti or whoever, and mm-hmm. having them come on and share what's going on with them in the mm-hmm. moment when it's happening, that's, that's the special part because that's the connected part.
0: You know, I talked with uh, – after the football season, I talked with one running back, I believe running back or quarterback. Uh, his name is Malik Griffin. Um, and he, he's from, uh, I forget at the moment. Um, but I talked with him on Instagram and he would be a fun guy if he does see this or if it does <laughs> get out there. Um, he would be a fun guy to interview and talk with live on air because I did talk to him personally, uh, through direct message on Instagram. Um, but man, he was fast. He was a really fun guy to watch, but yes, I am really looking forward. And that's what we're going to try to do. We're going to try to expand, talk to coaches uh, talk to athletic directors, get information, talk to players. Um, you know, that's what really interests me in doing this. And that's what I'm excited to do uh, continually.
1: So I'm excited start. for you. Yes, I think you. highlighting highlighting the efforts of others and spotlighting them and showing how their strength and their, their, their determination and their effort can be rewarded by mm-hmm. being a guest on the show. I think it's going to, at first, it's going to be you asking people to come on the show just like I have to do that. And then mm-hmm. ultimately people are going to be going, I want my player, you know, coach so-and-so from Roman Catholic is going to be calling mm-hmm. you and saying, hey, I'd love to get you know, Johnny Jones on, on your show. You had a great, great, uh, great game this week. What do you think? Yes. And I think That'd I think sure. that's going to be something that, that's going to be cool to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm obviously going to support you 100%. I appreciate uh, it. I just wanted to let everybody know that, what what your plan was, because I think it's cool. And it was, it's also yeah. cool because you're talking with, like, high school-level players, high school-level coaches, Um
0: But then, you know, you go to – you would say to them, hey, I know you're a football player, basketball player, uh, whatever, and I would like to expand on, you know, how the Eagles are doing. And you can get their take on the Eagles, basketball, whatever. And that's the best part. You can get the high school level to comment, and you can hear from them on the pro level, which is amazing. I think that's cool. That's awesome because
1: you're going to take – you're going to be talking about them, you're going to be talking about their team, you're going to be talking about Mm -hmm. Catholic League, but then you're like, all right, There's stuff going on, right? You're a sports guy. Mm -hmm. What do you think? You know, asking Johnny Jones, what do you think about uh, the Sixers, the the game the other night? And I think that's just cool. It's almost like, I mean, you're not old enough yet, but it's like two dudes at a bar. You know, (laughs) I go to a bar by myself. Some other guy goes to a bar by myself. The game's on. We inevitably (laughs) will talk about sports. Yes. That's kind of what -hmm. you're doing at the high school level. You're going to share that same type of environment. My motto on LG TV,
0: I guess you could call a motto, is that I want to promote a team i want to promote a player so the students can go to the games can go watch the games can go you know pay attention to the player um you know whether it's stats whether it's a score uh whether it's you know wins our tennis team uh that my sister's a part of they went i believe 7-0 and undefeated in the pcl um this past uh fall so i you know i i tried my best to promote them and i wanted people to go out and watch them you know and so forth. So that's that's really that's really the cool thing and that's why I do else to promote everyone and that's also why I want to do this too to promote more schools and more players you know throughout the Catholic league and maybe even public schools uh too that would be cool.
1: And you know they do have that public public uh Catholic league championship game too so I'm sure we'll be covering <laughs> that as well. That'd be fun. I would love to so let's 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 everybody wants you know that was fantastic but listen we had a big day today with sports wow okay
0: let's just start with the eagles too because i know uh we wanted to harp on that so we have uh the eagles look like it right now um they 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 just clinched a wild card we hope or they are they just made it so
1: i'm gonna call um, them they're in
0: yes they're in okay great um all right what are their chances well let's let's start let's start slow let's go slow uh, let's start with playoffs. Now we do we know who's in the who who they versed? Uh they going
1: to be playing the Bears. The Okay,
0: wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so play that game out for me.
1: How does that look, Matt? So, and then I'll go. There's there's it's basically going to come down to which offense can get the most opportunities because the Bears defense is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. The Eagles defense is actually starting to come together. Their defensive is. front is really playing well in the secondary. Yeah. I think just by being put in the proper situation and getting the consistency out of the same players coming every week, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be something that allows Eagles defense to to at least um, yeah. hang with with the Bears. And the, the thing, the Bears' offense isn't great. I mean, mm-hmm. Trubisky can can be beaten. He can be. He can make mistakes. He's still young. Um, Foles got injured today um he, he took a shot to the Did chest he come
0: back in i didn't know no. they,
1: they okay. took him to the locker room um they, i didn't hear anything about as far as the extent of the injury yeah if he's in i like our chances if he's not in mm-hmm. I, I have zero faith and, and only because i don't know anything that nick subfield can do under pressure i mean he had a nice touchdown pass today but that's mm-hmm. about it i you know what they have a whole <clears throat> day sunday
0: they'll most likely play saturday i want to say because they play Yes. Um. So, you know, you have time to grow Sudfeld um throughout the week and give him reps. And I'm sure he's he's participated in reps um because he moved the- up on number two in the depth chart when when yes. Wentz went
1: down. So, yes, yeah,
0: so um, yeah, so I definitely he's been giving reps. Um, I want to say, and I heard the broadcasters um say this, but it looked like when he was down, he was holding his chest. Yeah. So they were saying that it was um, probably carried over from the Devion Clowney hit mm-hmm. last Sunday, uh, which was a hard hit. That, you know, anything could have happened in that. Um, we hope the best for him and he comes back. Um, but I really, I feel good things about Nate Sudfeld, you know, um, this could either be good for us or be bad for us basically. And I, and I actually do feel like it could be a good thing. Because I'm all about fresh legs, putting in fresh legs, uh keeping the line going, what have you. I don't like it, you know, when our best two quarterbacks get out of the uh get out of the roster. Um, but it is what it is. It's football. So you can't really do anything about it. Um, but I feel like given the week and with Nate Sudfeld and, and taking more reps into the game and hearing more about what will happen to Nick Foles, um, I, I think we could be on a good track. And like you said, the defense is picking up uh, the wide receivers are looking better. Um, I really like uh, Zach Ertz. I really like yeah. Zach Ertz. He's,
1: he's the best tight end in the league. Yes. Best like. end in the league. Um
0: best tight And uh, Dallas Goddard, the rookie that just came in. had a couple great catches, great runs. Um, but, yeah, that was that was an unfortunate – that's an unfortunate loss for the well, uh,
1: Eagles. I think the Eagles are getting healthy uh, absent Foles and lance and mm-hmm. now. But I think they're getting healthy at the right time. You know, Hicks came back. Yeah. Um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Sidney Jones came back. Mm-hmm. Uh, the defensive line is healthy. They're able to get the rotation in. Mm-hmm. Brandon Graham's playing out of his mind. Um, Cox had a couple sacks today, so I think defensively they're okay. And I think offensively mm-hmm. the line is starting to figure out um, what they want to do. And I, and I think Doug's calling a better game plan. He I, 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 to be honest. He, yes. I think he really was doing poorly um, in the middle part of the season, and I, I don't think he helped Carson at all. No. And uh, I think I mean you know, it was just constantly rushed back.
0: It, it was, well, they never they never went
1: to the rush. You know, mm-hmm. they never ran the ball, and it was it was mm-hmm. constantly went back throw, went back throw, and yeah. and I think that when you when you put a quarterback in a position where he's constantly the only person that's controlling the outcome, mm-hmm. um, injuries are going to happen. You know, potential um, bad plays. You know, you got to give the the defense something else to look at. And I don't think Doug did a good job of doing that. But now it's calling a it great. I love the game plans he's going yeah. right now at that point you just need to be
0: firing all cylinders and that's how it works. It, it can't be one guy it has to be all the guys um, joining in. All right. So I know this is a sensitive topic, um, but I want to touch on
1: the, did you catch the um, giants versus Cowboys game at all? I, I caught most of it. And then I, I had to go uh, train. And then I, I saw that Cowboys came back on the last yes. second touchdown.
0: I mean, that was a, that was a no contest. Um, but it was just – that was a really close game, 36-35. Uh, and, and Cole Beasley had a great catch um, on that last drive. Uh, but, you know, the Giants didn't do anything. Uh, I don't they know. Let's just be honest. They they didn't no, that's the truth. But, um, you know, they kept going on the long throws when they could have just, you know, shoveled it to Barkley um, and gotten an easy – I just thought it was a terrible play calling. You guys might agree with me listening to this. Um but they weren't firing on all cylinders. They were just trying to go for the deep ball. Um, it almost worked. It didn't work. They were going out of bounds. Um, they had two timeouts too, which was hard to
1: deal with. But um, is that? Are you talking about the last drive of the game when they were? Yes, the
0: last drive. The yeah, last I didn't drive. see how it ended. I, I take it no. they didn't.
1: They didn't do well. Play. No, play I mean, game.
0: like we said, Giants. Uh, Giants are really. They don't. They got. They. they got. They have the good players. Um, Barkley wasn't there. Um, Shepard played. Um, Shepard had a lot of great catches, Um, but, I mean, they have the guys. It's just they're they're not connecting well. That last drive summed up, I want to say, the whole season for the Giants in a way. Like, it it just – everything was going for them, and then they crumpled. Um, But I think Barkley is the best guy, and he leads the team. Oh, he's ridiculous. No doubt. He's he's just a sick talent. He's sick. Did you see the – he jumped from the three. Ooh. I saw a picture. It looked like you were
1: Superman through the air.
0: Exactly. I love those. Um, okay. So let's move on to the uh, NLL lacrosse action uh, last night. Now, there were games Friday. Wasn't able to catch those games. But we're all focused on the Philadelphia Wings uh, coming back. And they were they played in their second game up in Rochester. Uh, you know, they were down five points before they got their first goal. Um, and that thing was like f- 6 Two and a half, something like that, um, and then they started coming back. But the thing is, the the chemistry between them—you gotta have chemistry. Uh, you gotta have offense, and you gotta have defense. And and they weren't like we said; f- f- they were not firing on all cylinders uh, last night. And it's unfortunate because, like you know, especially me, I really want a team like that to win, um, just because they're a new team. Uh, but again, it's got to be all about chemistry. You got They they won in faceoffs with Trevor Baptiste, uh, which was really good. Um, they had a lot of great shots, uh, but their passing was just not good. I didn't think the shooting went went really well, um, uh, especially the defense. They got to figure out something on defense. Um, but yeah, I, I just want to see the Wings get a win, and uh, they're playing. They're at Toronto um, on the fourth, so uh, this week actually. Uh, so let's see if they'll change anything there. Now, how uh, many
1: games did they play in the season? Uh, I want to say –
0: I'll be wrong on this, but I want to say somewhere upwards, 15,
1: 16, somewhere around there. So somewhere like a football schedule. It is. It is. So Uh, I didn't know if they were like a a 40, 50 games into a season or anything like that. But So um,
0: speaking, they have a lot of time to make up. It's still early in the season. Um, And they were versing a great, great team in the Rochester Nighthawks who were like – who were one game away uh, from, you know, getting into the playoffs or – from, you know, making it all the way last season. Um, I didn't really – I only came back into the NLL when they got came back to the – when they came back to the of the Wings. Um, but, yes, so they're going to have to find out what happens there. Uh, what about the Flyers? Did you see that horrible game yesterday? Oh, yeah. It was I, a great game until the last two minutes. Let me tell you, I paid attention to Connor Hart cause, because I think he is such a great story. Um, you know, coming up from the Phantoms, uh, the last time I heard he was – two and one, uh, in his games. So I don't know, Matt, fill me in on that.
1: Well, he, they lost two to one last night. Carter Hart played amazing. Um, you know, the two goals that they let in weren't his fault. They were um, just pretty much turnovers and giveaways and and horrible defense. And, uh, the, the one that was the game winner was just a a beautiful sequence, uh, Mm -hmm. that uh, passes that he had no shot at. And, uh, but he, I mean, he's, what I'll say is this. I haven't seen, and and I like hockey. I'm, I haven't been as avid lately in the yeah. last few years because of the fact they suck, and I just can't watch crappy goalies. Um, yeah, they're hard, they're hard to and watch. Frustrating. He is le- he's a legit a legit goaltender, and he's mm-hmm. he's a prospect that if if they can find one or two more defensemen, because they got Ghost and they got um, Provorov, who are were both very high level players, but then the rest are just kind of like muckers and grinders who who yeah. really just don't. Have the talent. They need at least one one more good defenseman and, and one more good defensive forward um, that can that can get the pucks out of their own end and um, forecheck and do all the stuff they need to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think they're going to be fine. But I, I'm very impressed with Carter Hart. I'm very impressed with the the effort they're playing with. The new coach is really um, he's coaching. And, and they, they were talking about in the, the newspaper the other day how um, hackstall wasn't an in-game coach. He didn't say a lot. Um, and this yeah. guy just you know, you see him, he's he's all over the place on the bench, and I yeah. like that. I like a guy that's invested, that's, in-
0: that's very avid, and uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree on all, um, 100%. Uh, and so, yeah, how, how is was that his first
1: game? The new head coach, no, no, it's, the, it's his third, he, he third. came up when um, Carter Hart's first game, so oh, okay, good, so uh, it's probably yeah. his fourth okay. or fifth game. Carter sat yes. out, um, one or two games, um, yes, but yeah, so no, it's. I like where they're going. I think they need uh, they need to bring up some of these young guys that are down in the phantoms. And let's just—I'd rather see a bunch of young hungry kids play than a bunch of guys that are their talents already like, revealed and, and they're not going to get any better. I'd rather see the young guys get their time, especially like veterans like Drew. Yeah, you know, they're uh, yeah. So did he's you guys- playing well this year, but he's he's one of those guys too. He just he frustrates the hell out of me because you know he's got talent. <laughs> And you know mm-hmm. he's, he's a guy that that understands how to play hockey, and then just sometimes he disappears. And you're like, when you're the best player on your team and mm-hmm. considered one of the best in the world, you don't you don't get a chance to disappear. Yes, you got to stand out. Now, did you get a chance to check any of the bowl games? Um, I I saw scores. I didn't really watch many of the games. I did see um, Virginia put a, a whooping up on on uh, mm-hmm. who did they play? Uh, just I just lost. They won twenty eight to got- nothing. Oh, South Carolina. Yeah, um, they beat up on South Carolina. I was, you know, I'm a I'm a Florida and a Michigan fan just because I, I've done work with both of them before. Yep. Um, Tim Tebow obviously was a Gator. Uh, Florida whooped up on on Michigan. They they pulled oh, that uh, like yeah 41 to 15 a, or something. That was a pretty big whooping. Actually, uh, it was it was a fun one
0: to watch too. I did uh, watch yeah, last night's game. Just point it up on my phone here. Board. Yes. Um, so I just want to harp on the Temple Duke game really quick. Yeah. Um, because it was, it was competitive for the first half, it was, it was, but um, it was uh, this might anger a lot of people here. It was more like temple tough, temple stuffed, if you will, coming back. Nice. Uh, they had to come back in the second half. Uh, that just that I was watching that game, that game was out of control. You know, temple was up, um, you know, looking good, and Duke just kind of came and sideswiped them. So, I mean, I just,
1: you lose your coach mm-hmm. right before a bowl game, you know. Yeah. I, I always. <clears throat> I never liked that no, I never liked the fact that a that a coach takes a job between the last regular season game and a bowl game mm-hmm. and then an assistant coach is left to coach the team. I just think it's very it's it's uh it's disloyal and I think it does a disservice to the kids. Having said that,
0: what do you think about um players announcing that they won't play a bowl game to go to the nFL draft? How do you feel about that?
1: that I'm kind of torn on because this is now becoming their livelihood. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to, you have to think as a businessman once you get to the point where you're going to the league. Yeah. And, and while I, I do believe that you owe somebody something for the, mm-hmm. the gift you were given of a full ride to play for college football. I also know that if, if I were a teammate of a guy that was going to the league yeah, and he made a business decision that he didn't want to put himself in peril, I would respect it. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I, I just think in Florida said it themselves. They didn't get in the Final Four, and it's hard because you have a committee. Um, obviously, everyone knew everyone was gonna know it was Clemson and Alabama. They just knew it coming into the games. Um, but you know, you know, in my eyes, I think they should expand it to eight games. I know it's been a talk. Um, it just kind of lets it expands the time a little more, and it lets you know, other teams get the opportunity like Florida, for example, um, Florida, they, um, you know, they were extremely happy when they found out that they were going into the uh, Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl because they were just getting another opportunity to play again. They were getting an opportunity to, you know, play with their guys for the seniors. Um, and you know, going back to the players, um, I get it. Look, in the NCAA, the rule is you can't have a job um, because you have to be focused on playing. So I kind of agree that you're ready to move on to the next level and kind of get paid, start playing. Now, granted, you're not going to get paid much as a rookie because you're on your rookie contract, but starting to grow and the money is going to kind of get bigger as it goes. Um, but I just think a bowl, like a bowl game, is any bowl. Now, a lot of people say they have too many bowl games nowadays. I'm one of them. <laughs> but um, I think I, I think a bowl game is a bowl game. It's exciting. A lot of them are in Florida. A lot of them are in Hawaii. You know, you got one in Nassau, Bahamas. So it's kind of a fun experience. And, um, again, I, I, like I said, I think I'm with you. I think I'm half and half. I think I gotta get it, and I don't get it. Um, but like I guess, hey, it's your decision. You, you know, you make that decision, and, and – and I do think it's a valid point, you know, if you don't want to get hurt because if you get hurt, it could be, you know, a career ending injury, or it could be, you know, it kind of, you you're looked down as in the NFL draft. So just kind of play, play, uh, you know, your regular season and then continue on um, and go into the NFL draft, hopefully healthy, getting some treatment in the off season, and then getting ready for uh, April. So yeah, uh, it's, it's a
1: business sure. there's no doubt about it. It, it becomes a good. business once, once you commit to, to entering the draft, I think it, you have to just transition and, and yeah. it's, there's no smooth way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. you just got to make that choice. Mm-hmm. That's right. All righty, Matt. Well, I think, uh, I think that's about wraps it
0: up here. Uh, we had some good topics, good conversation. We also had a great announcement, uh, to share going forward in 2019 and a great new year's resolution as everyone puts up. I know I got
1: on my plate,
0: Matt, have anything uh, New Year's resolution-wise you want to do
1: in uh, 2019? Yeah, I actually I used to always put a lot of pressure on myself to mm. set timeline goals, and like by this date I want to do this, by this date I want to do that. And my New Year's New Year's resolution is I'm not doing that anymore. I'm going to continue to work just as mm. hard at advancing the things I need to advance, but I'm not. I'm no longer setting timeline goals. I'm a firm believer um, now. Um, that, you know, I, I am where I am when I'm supposed to be there. And I, I, some of that's not in my control. As long as I'm doing the effort part, I'm putting a proper plan in place and I'm, I'm doing the things right, the timeline will be the timeline when it's supposed to happen. So that's my my resolution. I agree. Yes, I agree.
0: <clears throat> well, it's been a pleasure, Matt. Thank you so much for being on once again. Guys, this is Field Pass Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Christian James. Once again, Matt Kuber. Have a great one, and we'll see you next time.